Welcome to EA Truth Radio, brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com. I'm your host, Dan Hennon. Today is October 11th, 2020, and our show will be about current events. The last week in particular, what I like to do is strip out the fake news and provide the listeners with an analysis of this past week's news stories in a short 30-minute format. It gives you everything you need to know without the mainstream propaganda coming into the mix. Let's start off with a prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we humbly come before your throne and ask that you bless the airwaves and this show. Scramble all devices of the enemy and allow this show to go forth and reach thousands, even millions, if you will, Lord. May thy will be done. And we're grateful for the show and our audience. Please be with each and every one of them in their homes while they tune into our shows. Bless each and every one of them. In Jesus' living, powerful, active, and matchless name. Amen. Water is essential to the human body. Today we have many chemicals that are in our tap and bottled water that are causing many health-related challenges. It is crucial to make sure you're consuming clean, super antioxidant drinking water. We have a new sponsor that shares a water technology that not only helps with inflammation in our body, but also produces the most hydrating water in the world. Go to the link in the description to learn about our new sponsor's premium water technology. Well, we've got a good show today. Lots in the news again. And as it comes up to the election, things are only going to get more wild and woolly, as it certainly is wild. Now, QAnon exposed us to uh, this week with an executive order that New York State was doing regarding the coronavirus pandemic. Had us look at the termination date of that executive emergency order. Remember, New York State is one of the five states that are run by Dems and are controlling this whole coronavirus shenanigans, uh, as we see with things going on with Governor Whitmer in Michigan things going on in California, things going on in New York. Look for the things that are happening in the news that particularly relate to those states. Included is Minnesota. Look for the strange things that are happening. So they put an executive order in place to really to shut down the city, shut down the businesses because of the pandemic. But if you read the small print, it says that this Emergency executive order ends on 11-3-20, November 3rd, it ends. So Q tells us, you know, this, this is not about the pandemic. This is not about coronavirus. All of this is about the election, how to shut things down, how to shut down churches, small businesses, meeting in public, large groups of gatherings, large groups of anything, 
And once again, we know that Donald Trump was having huge rallies, lots of people. He's great on the stage, great on the debates. And guess who isn't? Candidate Biden does not debate well. He's not holding large rallies, can't get people to come to his rallies. So who benefits the most by shutting down these states that are shutting down? Biden benefits on all of these things. So once again, the termination ends. I think someone else found a, uh, another state that had their emergency order end on 11-3. So next month, as we're in October right now, we're just a few weeks, weeks away from the election. The election will, will come and go. All these things will eventually shut off. And now um, the other thing to keep in mind, the election results, as we know, Trump is going to win very easily. The election results will be challenged. If he wins, they're going to challenge it. and It's going to be held up and held up and held up and go to court. And they're going to try to verify it. And it's not going to work. Or there will be fraud and Trump will not win. In that case, these things are all set up to, uh, to fall into place. Now, Broward County, Florida. Remember the parkland shooting at the high school. Well, the school board now is demanding that parents turn in their children's psychiatric records to prove that they actually suffered mental anguish because of the shooting. So what they're doing now, the, the parents and the lawsuits are starting to come in because the school was res uh, responsible for the shooting. Their children now have mental anguish and now they want to be reimbursed and recoup, uh, recoup that money as a financial benefit. Now, we know that the Parkland shooting was a staged, orchestrated event. Whether or not the shooting took place, whether or not Nicholas Cruz was there, whether or not Nicholas Cruz did it, whether anyone got killed, we don't even know yet. The school was most likely closed that day anyway. So we had all the strange things going on there. Now they're filing the lawsuits. And this is what happens in a, in a mass shooting like this. Uh, everyone benefits. Uh, the families benefit. Large money, sums of money are paid out. Think Sandy Hook. Well, the school board now is demanding that you turn in the, uh, the records to show that actually that was happening. So this is going to be very interesting going forward. Now in Michigan, another key state here. Governor Gretchen Whitmer was kidnapped by six or seven people on October 8th. Now I think they've got that number up to 12 people and related to that. Very interesting what the local sheriff had to say about that. Said he thinks that it may have been a, an arrest, a citizen's arrest attempt at her vacation home. But it came off as she was being kidnapped. So keep in mind when you hear stories like this, uh, she has broken the law. She is a criminal, and she is a puppet of the deep state. Did a good group of people attempt to arrest her and make a citizen's arrest, and she blamed it on a kidnapping, and that's how the media spun it. That could very well be. Once again, anything happened in these five states, uh, you've got to take with a grain of salt because it's very different. Things are, things are very fluid. We're only hearing one side of these stories and propaganda is heavy. Now soldiers in Afghanistan are gonna be coming home the remainder of the year uh, before Christmas on October 7th. 
President Trump announced that the remaining soldiers in Afghanistan will be coming home before Christmas. Once again, more good news, positive news. No new wars since Trump got in. Lord only knows they tried to get him into wars in various uh, states with North Korea, Iran, Iraq, uh, Syria, all these things. They have been tempting and baiting Trump to go to war. Never happened. And the wars that we are in, the troops are being reduced. They're coming home. Now, Afghanistan's a different story. The troops are in Afghanistan because of the opium and the opium fields, resulting in the big, huge crop of heroin. That's why we got into there in the first place after 9-11. Now, 9-11 took place in 2001. The year before was the year 2000, and the opium crops were wiped out. By who? The assistance of the Taliban. Taliban. Some call them good, some call them bad, but we need to keep in mind this is not Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda is the bad guys. Still, bin Laden had nothing to do with the events on 9-11. We already know that. In fact, he died a few months later. So why do we have to get in there so fast? To plant the new crop of opium. Taliban got rid of it. The deep state loves the heroin, loves the opium in Afghanistan and the Golden Triangle. Now we're trying to bring troops out. Well, that's not going to sit well with the deep state. That's not going to sit well with Al-Qaeda. Taliban came forward and says, we agree with President Trump in getting the troops out of there. So it does appear that the Taliban in this particular instance is the good guys once again. They have already wiped out the Taliban crop years ago, 20 years ago. But that's what makes the money. That's what makes the money, the heroin, the opium. And it gets people addicted. Which is what they want also because then you're feeding that addiction. And the U.S. has been doing that ever since. They've been helping to grow that, bringing it back with the help of the CIA special ops to allow the heroin to come into this country in a huge flood it's going on for years. So remember when you hear this in the news, what's all going on. Now, any of those uh, followers using the discord channels, discord is a channel that uh, you can set up channels on a server and communicate with people in a chat setting. And because they are First Amendment pro, pro First Amendment, uh, free speech, any topic you could almost think of, you could have out there that nothing was being censored. And what became very popular was a lot of QAnon channels. Well, guess what happened two days ago? People started noticing the QAnon-related channels, I subscribe to one myself, have been being removed saying that it, it, it offends the terms and service of the group of Discord. Well, I went and checked. Sure enough, mine is gone. Anyone that had a group relating to QAnon that spoke about it, that was discussing it, was chatting about it, doesn't have to be for or against it. Discord removed them all. Keep that in mind as well. If I log into my Discord login,
the channel that I had set up to read the various posts in the forums and the communication with QAnon chatter is gone. It doesn't even come up anymore. It's not like it's grayed out and unavailable. It's no longer there. They wiped them all out. So look for the censoring that's going on for months and months and months. This has been going on. It's even reaching these places like Discord that are uh, allegedly free speech and a great place to go to chat about things that are over uh, below the radar. But they're canceling all of these things. Now, 50,000 Ohio voters received the wrong absentee ballots. So more shenanigans with the votes, more shenanigans with the ballots, more shenanigans with voting. These aren't regular votes. These are absentee ballots. And I don't even know what it means when it says that they received the wrong ones. But more trickery shenanigans going on, this time it impacted 50,000 voters. <clears throat> Attorney General Barr announced this week that the results of the Durham investigation, the Durham report that we're all waiting on anxiously should be done here in the next few weeks. Barr went on record to say that it's actually going to be done after the election. This was announced on October 9th. He said, we're not going to see that till after the election. Well, this really got folks up in arms. Uh, the good guys, the white hats, thinking now, is Barr a black hat? Is Barr part of the bad group, part of the deep state? Well, we know that he was. We've got to keep in mind the number of people that are working with Trump right now that have flipped Barr was a black hat to deep state for decades, decades, including the shenanigans in Mena, Arkansas, the Arkansas group, the cocaine, the crack, the things coming up from South America and the Iran-Contra scandal. That was him. He was working with Oliver North under the name Robert Johnson. So we know Barr is a bad guy, was a bad guy, has flipped and is now a good guy uh, doing all this other work. And I think what he was doing is reminding folks that it will not be out till afterwards. Some people are calling Barr the bad guy. He has flipped. Now, another guy who's flipped um, allegedly is Giuliani. Giuliani, speaking of 9-11, was heavily involved in the events on 9-11 in New York City. Yes, was a black hat. Yes, was deep state. Yes, was a puppet. The question is, is he now Something he has also flipped and is working for the good things, working with the good guys. Who knows? Got to keep in mind, though, that the players in this game of chess, which it is, there's various pawns, there's various uh, uh, bishops and rooks in place here that are all playing roles. And it's hard to understand who's playing for who. But you have to have the open mindset that people are flipped or people are flipping to the other side. So we have to keep that in mind. So the presidential debate, there was one debate. Second one, uh, they said that is uh, going to be virtual. But now the announcement's made that there will be no debate number two. There will be no debate, not even virtual. So the upcoming debate is for this week, October 15th. That has been canceled. Very interesting. 
Now, the debate that did take place was the vice president debate, October 7th, Pence and Kamala Harris had a VP debate. So that one took place. Lots of talk about the alleged fly on Pence's head most of the evening. In fact, a couple of Twitter accounts popped up making fun of that. On October 9th, a U.S. postal worker in New Jersey was arrested and accused of dumping mail and election ballots. So, once again, we're getting more strange things with the mail. Strange things with ballots. And so this one was that they had enough actually on him to actually arrest him. And so he's going to be facing uh, going into court. Who knows what's going on? Speaking of strange things, the Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, she is in custody, New York City. She has filed an appeal. Her appeal is going to take place this coming Tuesday. So keep in mind, this coming Tuesday in the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. And so that may fly under the radar or not, depending on if it's good or bad news. If it helps the deep state, it'll be all over the news. Remember, they also have a new Southern District of New York. Um, Jeffrey Berman left. The acting person res, uh, has resigned. I think that was Amy uh, Strauss, I believe. Audrey Strauss. And so there's someone new in there. Now, the person that's new in there is the husband of James Comey's sister. Isaac something or other. But now we can only assume that that's another deep state actor in there. Remember, they got the investigation for the grand juries and uh, for 9-11 investigation, uh, proving that there was explosives on site pre-planted, is also sitting in the Southern District of New York in that court. So who's running the show there is very important. C-SPAN host C, uh, Steve Scully had a post on Twitter this week. It appeared to be a direct message, quote, asking someone, do you want me to talk to, uh, should I respond to Trump? And then after it got out, it was quickly removed or deleted, and Steve Scully came back later and said that his Twitter account was hacked. Now, very interesting. Uh, Scaramucci is the, Anthony Scaramucci is another deep state guy, and they call him Mooch. Well, Steve Scully, C-SPAN host, also deep state. How did this get out? Why did it get out? And better question yet, was he truly hacked? Odds are he was not hacked. He did do that, and it may have been a mistake. But he's going to use that response, of course, to say, oh, I was hacked. It's not my fault. The deep state players are are uh, in the swamp, deep, deep in the swamp. Now, speaking of uh, deep state, in the city of Seattle, the Human Rights Commission now has called for the mayor to resign or be removed. Remember Seattle? After Minnesota with the riots and the protesting and the things being burnt down in town, everything took off in Seattle. Then everything moved to Portland. Well, Seattle is still going through issues there. Now they're asking the mayor to actually resign or be removed. If you look this up, this is October 8th. 
has made the news. Now we had a Denver shooting. A Denver shooting left a Trump supporter dead. It's now being investigated as a homicide. And so what happened was uh, a news crew was there filming it. News crew uh, had hired a bodyguard to protect them. And this is the person that shot a Trump supporter. Now there was an argument taking place or uh, a conflict at the protest. It came back later that the person who did the shooting and was hired uh, was at the rally uh, early on in the day and was trying to pick fights the entire time. So may have been a stooge there, may have been an agent provocateur to uh, result in this. Now, the problem is the shooting took place. The man dies. They're treating it now as a homicide, which is fair enough. I'd like to get more information on this gentleman, who this person is and why this person was involved and what was his motivation. President Trump picked up another nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize this week. After a Finnish, Finnish member of the European Parliament, MEP, called for the American president to receive the honor. Laura, who, Laura Hutasari, an MEP and a member of the right-wing Finns party, wrote to the Nobel Committee to nominate Trump for the 2021 prize, quote, in recognition of his endeavors to end the endless wars, the era of endless wars, construct peace by encouraging conflicting parties for dialogue and negotiations, as well as underpin internal cohesion and stability of his country. So, I believe this is the third or fourth nomination for President Trump. Third or fourth. Now, we know that Barack Obama won it, but that was a joke. Deep state players got him in there as, uh, as he was allegedly uh, all this peace, peace talk, but that was not the case. Now we're getting true peace in the world, actually having peace, and no one's reporting it. No one's responding to it. But Trump is bringing the troops home. There's no new wars. And these peace agreements that are being signed are historical. Very historical. Now, speaking of propaganda, I'm going to finish up the episode today on what is currently, as of right now, on the CNN.com website. You want to see propaganda. Here's the headlines. Offered a chance to pivot. Trump chooses ignorance and denial. And so he tests positive. Now they're saying that that was another mistake, that he's out doing talks, speaking engagements. He's back in the Oval Office, back in the White House. It's a 74-year-old man that actually beat coronavirus. It says here, the president's latest move makes clear that his illness has taught him very little and he will continue to endanger Americans until Election Day. This is clearly a 4 a.m. talking point by the propaganda operation Mockingbird. They are trying to now say that his latest moves are clear that his illness, COVID, has taught him very little. And the key word here is going to continue to endanger Americans. I'm not sure how he's endangering 
Americans. He tested positive for Corona quarantine. Now he doesn't have it, and he tested negative. Everything should be back to go. Now his physician actually cleared him to return to an active schedule. But beneath this on this website is another opinion that Donald Trump's troubling vital signs and another video shows an ER doctor blasting Trump's White House event. And another video that shows data scientists explains the dangers of trying for herd immunity. All negative, all anti-Trump. Now there's even a fact check, fact check. Story that says there's five false claims Trump made in his recent speech. So if you wanna see propaganda in motion, Go to the CNN website each day. Go to USA Today. Go to the New York Times and the Washington Post. Now, you'll also see the other deep state players. There's a video of Anderson Cooper asks for advice after his cringeworthy dance with Madonna. Look for the key players when you see the news. Key players, Anderson Cooper, key player, Madonna, a key player. And this is on front page news on CNN. Anderson Cooper was a Vanderbilt. Mother was Gloria Vanderbilt. Madonna, deep state, sending various signals and messages on comms and codes. Anderson Cooper is spewing forth false news every night on CNN. And he does a cringeworthy dance. He asks for advice from Madonna. And that makes front page news on the CNN.com website. Look for things like that. Uh, you know, Chrissy Teigen, John Legend, Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks. It's all the same players. It's, it's, it's these folks make the news all the time. And it's because they are idols. Oprah and Ellen are other ones. They are idols in the public and that's how that lucifer satanism works they create the false idols have people follow them whatever they say is gospel and what these people do are pushing these 4 a.m talking points and folks believe them people are not believing the news nowadays so they need to go in and infiltrate with these movie stars that's how it is done Remember to check out all of our articles and content at eternalaffairsmedia.com. And if you feel so led to do so, please click the links in the description to support us financially. We are an entirely independent media operation and end times ministry. We rely on your support to continue providing you excellent content. Go to eternalaffairsmedia.com and bookmark the site, as well as sign up for the news the email newsletter in case they ever take down our social media pages. Also, we do like to thank our Patreons that are active in supporting us financially. My name is Dan Hennon. Today is October 11th, 2020. Current events show. Thanks for listening.